Hi, Brent Baldwin here. Thanks so much for joining me on today's podcast at Think World Class Radio. Great to have you along. You know, here's what I've been thinking about is it's about wisdom and how we how we actually embellish the wisdom that we have or prioritize the wisdom we have, how we protect what we have what we consider to be the wisdom that we live by. You know, by virtue of just showing up, we glean wisdom. You know, as, as young children, we all learned lessons that guided our principles and our morals and our beliefs. Some of them were learned at the knee of aunts and uncles, mothers, fathers. We were young, developing minds, soaking in the, soaking in the family lore with mouths agape and eyes just as wide as saucers, our minds filled with wonder and awe. And for the most part, we find ourselves as adults obtaining the wisdom by which we now choose to live by via a process that's more akin to osmosis rather than by any grand design or deep thought. As adults, typically wisdom evolves from encounters where we engage in in casual experiences, relationships, and in unexpected associations. Sources that include chance meetings or conspiracy theories even, unproven scientific summaries, reading, television, the internet. And for most of us, these influences are little more than gratuitous moments of happenstance that we all string together with what, in retrospect, appears to be serendipity or chance. It isn't that these random influences are not significant. After all, many of the great things that we experience happen when, well, when we're least likely to be looking for them. Those moments that we can you know, only describe as out of the blue. Experiences that bowl us over or capture our imagination. And, and sometimes they cause irre- irreversible change in our thinking and, and our lives. They shape our wisdom. And although we believe strongly and feel that our wisdom is the result of great thinking, it is more likely... It's more likely that it's just the result of randomness rather than by any grand scheme or master plan. But once it's ours, once this wisdom is ours, we jealously guard it. We shelter it, protect it from any challenge or constructive debate. Find it much easier to shut down all challengers with labels such as, well, he's just wrong, or she just doesn't understand me. For the most part we're willing to defend the things we consider wisdom without any any consideration for alternatives at all. It's, it's a lot easier to believe something that's comfortable, file it away and cherish it and use it as your own, very own personal nugget of wisdom rather than, rather than scrutinize the belief in the cold light of day. If this is the case, ask yourself, is the wisdom by which... I govern my thoughts and feelings worthy of the 
worthy of the responsibility that I've given it? Is my wisdom limiting me? Is it precluding me from fulfillment or happiness? Should it be challenged? And, and should we encourage to evolve the wisdom that we have from the baseline, the baseline where it took hold in our lives initially? What do you need to know about yourself so that you can find the lessons that you need to learn and glean the wisdom that will, that will constructively shape your life? guide your beliefs, direct your view of the world, and maybe most importantly, guide you in this particular moment. This one right here, right now. The one that stands before you in this nanosecond. World-class thinkers know that both sides of the conversation well. They've challenged their thinking and their beliefs that make up their wisdom. By willingly going through a process of either intrinsic or extrinsic debate, the world class become crystal clear about which side they come down on, and most importantly, why. Wisdom is only wisdom when it can stand the scrutiny and challenge. And I challenge you to think world class. <laughs> Thanks a lot for joining me today. Until next time, this is Brent Baldwin, Think World Class Radio. Bye now.